0: Welcome to Mostly Max and other things. I am the aforementioned Max. I hope everybody is doing well. And welcome back to another week of uh, this thing. Um, Let's get into it. So um, there's been a lot of uh, stuff going on in Haiti and in Cuba. And I can't pretend to know all of everything that's really happening in both those places. But what I do know is chaos is a ladder. Word to litter finger. And the biggest bringer of chaos to those two places is right here in the good old U.S. of A. And the fact of the matter is those two countries have been paying for decades, centuries maybe, for pushing out people who were trying to manipulate them and steal their resources and get money off their labor. And from then, they've literally, in the case of Haiti, been paying. And and for real, for real, in the case of Cuba with this embargo, like people go there and they romanticize how it still looks like 1955. The reason why it still looks like 1955 there is because of the U.S. and their bullshit. Anyway, um... I remain hopeful that at some point that these two countries can actually shake off the shackles of American imperialism and be their own places, um, peaceful places that benefit the people who live there and work there. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, so I like to think that I do my little part. To make sure that the environment is popping fresh. But the fact of the matter is, our individual activities are not the thing that's really blowing shit up. The thing that's blowing shit up is corporations dumping shit and skip skating all over any kind of environmental rules, um, scumbags like orange anus mouth undoing um, years of environmental precedent that provided some level of protection from these corporations and their greed and they're raping the entire um, universe. But you know what else is a problem? Rich motherfuckers. Rich motherfuckers flying their fucking jets to go on, you know, down to the Chick-fil-A to get motherfucking nuggets and, and, and that goddamn sauce. I'm sorry. First of all, um, Chick-fil-A is overrated. I said it. It's overrated. Like, I don't get it. It's a bunch of bigots running it, a bunch of homophobes, and people go up for their bullshit fries and their bullshit-ass chicken sandwiches. And I'm underwhelmed, and it's not worth all of that, much less flying 200 miles and burning all of the fucking gases to flex in your little fucking jet so you can go down to the to the spot so you can get you some goddamn fries in that Polynesian sauce. Tell me more, though, about my fucking plastic straws, though. Tell me more about that. Tell me more about, you know, how I got to sort my garbage and shit so that I can get to the, I guess, uh, greenest place in the world. Meanwhile, the Amazon is burning more carbon dioxide than... No, excuse me. It's expelling more of it than expanding it, you know, getting rid of it because niggas is tearing that shit down. It is, like, one of the last places in the world where you can kind of have some sort of protection against the creep of climate change and bitches are burning it down and fucking cutting everything down and displacing the indigenous people there so that they can get to the fucking money. But tell me more about my plastic motherfucking straws, though. Anyway, I just needed to get that out. Everybody's selfish and fucking stupid, and we got maybe eight years left in this bitch. So count your fucking days. Moving on. Um, this sister, Ijoma Ukenta, who is a Muslim Niger woman, was minding her black-ass business down at the Short Hills Mall at Victoria's Secret, just, you know, going in there to get to the free panty, and, um, she got accosted by a wild Rebecca. Mama, well, she re- she recorded... Pretty much her entire exchange with this fucking fanook. But basically... I guess old girl thought she was going to put hands on her. And Joma put on her fucking camera. And old bitch commenced to fucking... Flipping her fucking shit. She went full white woman. Like she had the fakest of meltdowns. Because she knew she should count her fucking days. Because... Every single thing she did was recorded. I mean, the bitch tried to, cha- to I mean, the bitch tried to hit her. She fucking started screaming about how the sister needed to get away from her. The sister was like across the fucking store. She's screaming about how the sister is attacking her and filming her, and she doesn't want to be filmed and. The girl gently collapses into a pile and screams and yells, has the loudest, longest canary in the middle of a retail motherfucking store in the motherfucking mall. And no one, and I say no one, comes to the aid of this sister. No one. As a matter of fact, while this bitch is having a fucking canary on the floor in the middle of the pear glacé, a white woman is like, "You shouldn't leave her alone." She's like, "Bitch, I'm not even near her." The fuck is you talking about? So nobody called the people, of course. This bitch this went on for a fresh 30 fucking minutes. She got up out of her uh hysteria just long enough to scream that the sister should leave her alone while she's chasing her, chasing her through the motherfucking store. This is at the Short Hills motherfucking mall in Jersey. And nobody, nobody at any point comes to the sisters' aid to be like, Ayo, go find some business, you fucking roach. No one. Finally, the, the security cats in there came up all lackadaisical and shit. The cops finally pull up. And they're going to tell the sister she got to leave the mall. She was like, I will fucking not. I'm not fucking done shopping. I still got to get my free panty. And the cops are like policing her and her behavior. Meanwhile, Rebecca is still yowling like a cat in fucking heat to the cops. Weeping fake. And you know what came to mind when I saw this bitch get started on her fucking bullshit? It reminded me of those fucking videos on TikTok where the Blanquitas are weeping and wailing and then they smile ever so treacherously to let you know that they know how to cry on demand and to further let you know how powerful they know their tears are. And that's the first fucking thing that came to mind when mama slumped, slumped, honey, rolling around on the floor carefully putting her purse on the ground pretending to faint so she could land with her head directly on her fucking purse like the cops were as useless as they normally are but they were extra useless to this woman and then the bullshit ass cop was one of the bullshit ass cops was like on some well you should stop recording shit to the sister she was like no I'm gonna I'm right here. I'm gonna keep recording because I need to see how this comes out. So they tell her she gotta leave the mall. She was like, I'm not done. So they're like, Well, we're gonna tell her to leave. But they were like, you know, baby handsing it with this bitch. This woman, this white woman, had a full motherfucking canary in the goddamn place. Everybody saw her do it. Everybody saw this bitch running after this woman the manager was like yes she was a fucking menace and she was chasing this woman around so she's like yo i'm filing a charge against you i'm filing a charge against her everybody can get it they're like yeah 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 here's this that and the next here's the case number she had to fucking twist the cop's arm to get the case number so that she could follow up on her complaint against this fucking wallaby and they know. Not only did they give her the runaround when she went there to complain about it, they fabricated the whole story because cops lie as a brand, as a crew, as a label. Fuck them. Um, and Sis just was like almost in tears at the way they were fucking gaslighting her. So she went down to the mall to get her some draws, and ended up in this never-ending shit-fucking show. So mom was like, yo, she put up a GoFundMe. She was like, look, I need help. I'm suing all these motherfuckers, everybody, and I need help. So I think she asked for like 20. Last I left her shit was almost at 80K. And she, I want her to get more money. I want people to make it rain on her. So that she can get every fucking dime she needs to decimate everybody involved in this. She need to sue everybody. The mall niggas, the fucking, the bullshit mall cops, them fucking toy ass cops that came and didn't do shit. They need to, she definitely needs to let old girl have it. I'm not bothering to learn that bitch's name. But what I do know is she should just go ahead and move to a cave somewhere. Because the people know who she is. Um... Viola Davis put the fucking exchange up on her fucking IG and put the GoFundMe up. Listen, people are not with the shits. But the fucking galling thing about it was watching how whiteness worked. Because apparently, Miss Girl, who had the fake meltdown in the goddamn Victoria's Secret, is somebody, somebody. Like, she has relationships with the Poe, which also explains why they were baby handing it with her and not really moving this bitch the fuck out of the goddamn place and into a car and down to the goddamn station expeditiously like they would have if it was my good sis wilding the fuck out in the middle of a goddamn retail store in the fucking mall. Like, the bitch knew she could cut up like this and nothing would fucking happen. But she's like, I'm worried about my apartment and losing my job. This bitch works with children. She's like a... Uh, a para or some shit like that. Can you fucking imagine the damage? You know, the other thing that came to mind too was what kind of terrorism this fucking bitch is like wreaking on people in her own life. Because the treachery is never just limited to black folks. The treachery shows up in other places. So, I mean, the, the full, you know, full flavor treachery goes to the black folks mainly black women because you know the heavy energy always for the black girls but um can you imagine what kind of fucking terrorist this bitch is in her regular life like i I just I, i just i'm tired i'm tired i want that sister to clear everybody out i want that girl chopped screwed decimated dust it's what she deserves imagine if the cops came in there hot and just saw the sister, minding her black ass business, recording this bitch's foolery, and they started bucking because of this bitch's tears. You know how many fucking whole towns have gone down over white women tears, y'all? Whole towns buried, burnt to the fucking ground because some white woman started crying. Careers have been ruined because some white women started crying. And this bitch got up into the people's fucking mall and I'm sitting watching it going, they ain't even going to call the people on this bitch, are they? They not going to do nothing. And I was right because that's how whiteness works. And I am sick to fucking death of it. I hope Ishioma gets every fucking dime. You hear me? I want her to clear these bitches out. Because I want to see some motherfucking repercussions. I want to see some fucking responsibility get taken because I'm tired. So that's that the fuck on that. Moving on. This week on the podcast, I have one of my favorite, favorite, favorite sorors in the world. um, Kathy Council. She's coming on to talk about her um, life coaching as a fitness coach and um, the work we do with present future. Um, It was a fun conversation as always and I hope you guys enjoy it and it's coming up in two minutes. Today on the podcast I have a life coach, a philanthropist, Fitness goals, y'all. <laughs> I am entirely too lazy to be as fly as she is, but I'm gonna not lie and say I'm gonna try. But fitness goals, and one of my absolute favorite people in the world, and she's my soror, and and co-founder of Present Future Foundation that we did together. Yay, us! there? welcome. To mostly Max and other things, Kathy Council. Welcome to the show.
1: Yay. thank you. I'm finally be here. Finally, <laughs> I have to shame you.
0: <laughs> I'm finally here. Very excited. Very excited. Um, okay, so let's get into it. First question: What do you do, and why do you do it?
1: Oh, you would think that would be an easy question.
0: It doesn't ever seem to be for anyone I've ever asked it to. (laughs) It's
1: not. So I do a lot of things, but primarily I am a fitness mindset coach. I'm a life coach, but I focus on helping women over 40 get fit and fine and have the body that they want. So that's what I focus on. But also, as you mentioned, we have a foundation mm-hmm. where we help women advance their careers through training, professional development, and of course, coaching. So that's my other love, working to help women advance their careers and look damn good while we're doing it. So that's how the two marry together.
0: I love it. And shout out to us for, for uh putting a place in the place so that ladies could get their faces in the places (laughs) and be fine while they do it
1: and be fine while they do it
0: absolutely okay so how did you get started um life coaching
1: so I got started life coaching I think mostly because I'm was always working on myself like always working on improving in getting better and advancing. And I fell into life coaching because there was a point where I was like, all right, I've done all these professional training things. I think I need to try this coaching. Let me try coaching. And so I gave it a try and almost immediately I was like, wait a minute, I've been kind of doing this for other people. Let me figure out, like, make myself official and get certified and do all the things and learn all the tips and tricks and put names to some of the things that I just was doing, you know, from the heart. So really being able to have a method instead of being random made a huge difference.
0: Yeah, I find that once you start to kind of focus on like being disciplined at a certain thing after you've been kind of futzing around with it for a long time. It definitely makes a difference. Like even for me with this podcast, when I started to kind of like put myself on a schedule and like put like some things in place so that I could, you know, properly interview people in a timely manner and not end up like, hey guys, it's just going to be me this week because I was procrastinating.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like you can really be intentional. And I'm definitely one of those people. In fact, my word for this year is intentional. So I'd like to be intentional instead of, oh, look, that worked. I wonder how that happened. And (laughs) though I would have these consistent um, wins, I wasn't sure how I was getting it. So getting into life coaching really helped me understand so I can 10x my consistency, 10x delivering to the people that I work with, and it's been great. Awesome.
0: So my next question is, what do you hope to achieve? So what does like the the end game look like for your career? How, how do you see yourself moving forward?
1: I think what I'd like to achieve, and I'll answer this from both perspectives with the foundation and with the life coaching, but I know that when I personally got to a place where I loved the body I was in, even as I was working to make it better, my confidence and how I showed up in the world just really became so more apparent that I stopped hiding and I started speaking up, showing up and standing up much more. And I think that ties right in to what I would want for women everywhere, for us to stop hiding
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the small ways that we hide because of some little thing that we see about ourselves that actually no one else notices, that's but, right, right. you know, we've made it a big thing in our head. And life coaching helps you get the perspective of really what is real, what is truly happening and what is that story that you've made up that you are letting stop you. And that really helps you both personally and in your career. So my goal is for women to just really show all the way the fuck up. Like let's show up and show out and be present and do all the great things because most of us are operating at about 10-15% of what we're capable of and letting so much other outside shit slow us down Mm -hmm. and keep us back and we don't realize that we're giving power to that other stuff we can take it back and run the fucking world so that's it next
0: because like we always say you know when women do better, entire communities do better.
1: Absolutely. And the
0: fact of it is like when women are not getting to the stuff and not showing up, and like asserting themselves for the shit that they deserve, because really we should be running all the shit because all the places that are women run are fucking efficient. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because we know how to fucking juggle shit and we know how to rob Peter to pay Paul and we know how to negotiate shit. It's not a dead end, anything as far as women are concerned. So, it's true. Like we should absolutely, you know, go get our fucking things. <laughs> Show up. Yeah, man. It's true. Like I, I know I'm guilty of it. <laughs> Where I'll be like, oh, someone will say something nice, and you'd be like, oh, uh, I
1: don't know. Uh, or you'll give them all the listed reasons why they're wrong. Or oh, all the reasons, reasons really why wrong. you
0: should say no to a thing that you should say yes to. Yeah.
1: It's
0: true. It's
1: yeah, you talk yourself out of it.
0: So it's true. And I mean, with with the abject mediocrity that we are seeing amongst the uh rabble, <laughs> we should never question anything. No one should question anything. Because at this point. Anything is possible. I mean, look at the last four years. We shouldn't question shit. We right.
1: Be like, now nah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, that's now, but the bar is like below, below level. The, so, the bar is under
0: the fucking earth's yeah. crust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this shit is like
0: covered in magma at this fucking point.
1: <laughs> yeah. So let's do it.
0: Real shit. Okay, so. Um, My fourth question is, what advice would you give someone who's interested in your work?
1: Um, One advice, I would tell them to certainly reach out and contact me, but you need to be about your shit. Like, you need to be at the point where you're ready to try anything because how I go about this is about working on your mind. We're not just going to talk about did you go to the gym today? Actually, I wanna know why you didn't go to the gym today. I wanna know what's getting in your way. And I want you to realize how these other things that are in your head are getting in your way. All the rules that you have about it needs to be high noon and I need to have the perfect outfit on and the sun has to be shining before I can work out. I want you to be ready to break all the rules and try something different. And if you come to me with that, I will absolutely take you all the rest of the way you need to go to reach your fitness goals. But not only reach your fitness goals, you're gonna come out of this far more confident, far more capable, far more courageous. You're going to try new things, not only just with your fitness, but with the people around you, with the places that you're willing to go to and how and where you're willing to show up. So we focus on your fitness mindset, but it really is about you the whole person because no one just brings part of themselves to any part of their life. The whole you walks in every time. We just gonna beat it out through fitness so that you really get that mindset that you can do anything And trust and believe that the confidence you feel once you look the way you look, when you pass a mirror and you're like, holy shit, I look good. (laughs) That translates into confidence for you presenting in any room that you walk in for meeting new people. It's the best way for you to show up because now you've got your outside reflecting how you are on the inside.
0: True. True story. And it definitely has an overarching thing where it, where it kind of really truly and do, truly does affect everything. There's a certain amount of, of nonsense that you're not willing to take anymore. There's a certain level of patience that you will lack. <laughs> it's kind of like after I pledged, it was kind of like, yo, don't tell me nothing about nothing. I'm not interested in none of this, but I was like, all the things that you were kind of fearful of, you just were a little bit braver of because you did whatever you had to do, and you, you know, you went through all your your whatever's. But you were like, "Yeah, I'm good with your foolishness yeah. now. Like, I'm not going to take this kind of behavior from you. You definitely knew how to draw boundaries. And yeah. I feel like once you and your mindset and your body is the way you want it, or even if you're not, because nobody's ever going to get exactly what they want. But when you get when you're working towards a goal, and you're like yeah this is it and all this other shit get it the fuck out of here we're done
1: <laughs> yeah. just yeah, absolutely it. once you're working towards it, and you know all of it is about building your trust with yourself let me tell you once you know you and you trust and love and respect yourself you're right the bullshit for other people you, you don't got room for that yeah, you're not, not gonna you're not gonna have that kind of shit in your
0: life yeah
1: exactly and it doesn't have to be ugly it doesn't have to be nasty it's just doesn't rate it just doesn't rise to the level of even engaging you anymore yeah. you can you can actually look at it and go well isn't that cute
0: right that funny i'm like that's amusing i get it <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> <laughs> i can be less interested in this right now <laughs> I can't yeah. think of anything I could give a shit about less than this yeah,
1: exactly. because
0: <laughs> I always say like I'm insufferable now like <laughs> so if I was like like if I was like even 50 15 percent to the way I wanted to to get to I'd be like don't look me in the eyes <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't look me in the eyes at your own risk like, be ready
0: but don't talk to me.
1: <laughs> He's ready, exactly. So, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, but I think, you know, you have to be ready to try something new. Otherwise, it's not about, you know, oh, did you work out three times a week? Or, you know, did you walk today? Or how many steps did you get? And you'd be surprised to know I've barely cleared 3,000 steps in a day. But it's not about prescribing to what everyone else is doing. It's right. about finding what works for you what's been blocking you and addressing those blocks. All I do is help you clear the things that have been blocking you from showing up the way you want to show up. And to do that, I'm going to challenge some things that you've been believing and telling yourself and have Mm -hmm. you look at it. And so you have to be really at that point where you're ready to do that. And you're at, fuck it, something's got to work. right? And I need this. Because I'm gonna be, you know, like, to, it, it's, gotta, like, you know, it's yeah, like you gotta be it. as in as I am,
0: right? Or oh, it's just not gonna work. It's, it's just not gonna, gonna work. work.
1: I can't lose yeah, it for I you. Work. I can't get fit for you. I can't run that mile for you. I probably don't want to. So it's all of those things. You you just have to be in.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. Like when I was working out regularly, that was the thing. I I'm, I'm not a runner. I don't like running. I don't like my parts jiggling, so I don't do it. But I found the things that worked for me and I did them and they were effective. <laughs> and then everything went to hell, of course. But <laughs> I'm trying to get myself to actually go into a gym because but the whole idea of it is like if I'm not getting on the train, I'm not getting into that filth box. But yeah. that's
1: where the elliptical is. <laughs> so it's like, I'm working my way to it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 part of it certainly with COVID and being on lockdown and avoiding all the humans at the moment, it's it is about being flexible and trying different things. I'm like you, I'm not a big fan of running, but I took up running because I could do that outside and I can do it by myself. Right. Or, you know, um, you know, there are people that took up speed like variations of running like speed walking or distance walking um so that they can get movement in or join classes like I have almost a whole I destroyed my dining room and put workout equipment in it I was like yeah we could eat at the kitchen table or we can eat in front of the tv but we need a place to work out and this is the room that we have so yeah So if you've ever seen one of my workout videos, yes, there is a china cabinet there because it was a dining room, but now (laughs) it's the workout room. But it is about helping you find those alternatives because if you get your mindset right, you won't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. This damn pandemic threw even the best of us off, even hardcore training. Yeah. <clears throat> and it helps you find ways to adapt.
0: It's true. I mean, I started doing a lot of more more workouts in the house, and like, I got like a um, uh, that Fitness Plus thing from Apple, which is really cute. It has like a lot of fun stuff on there. But you know, I you know things happen, and you slack off, and you just pick yourself up and get back to it. Yeah. I, I do miss the elliptical though, and I really thought about buying one and putting one in here, but I was like no <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with another piece of something that I have to maintain in this house I just absolutely not so
1: yeah when you're buying big equipment like that you, you want it to be something that you know you're going to get on you don't need a big paperweight and you don't need oh, a-
0: another place to hang your clothes <laughs> right, you don't need a big clothes rack <laughs> absolutely not Cause I know everybody who, I feel like half the people I know bought Pelotons over the course of this quarantine. Yeah. And
1: I'm like, I wasn't riding a regular bike. So
0: no, I was out. I was like, do they have something equitable in a, in a, uh, whatchamacallit that's not heavy and won't take up a lot of space? No, I guess I'm out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think I'm probably unconventional in that. I don't, I don't have that. I have a treadmill. I, I get on it under duress, <laughs> but I know what it can do for me. And when I'm determined on a goal, it's there, it's an option. Right. So I like having options. And once you know what your options are, it's harder to talk yourself out of not doing it. So a lot of that mindset work is giving your brain options to work from. True. So that it's not all or nothing.
0: It's true. And, it, but, and, and the nothing almost always wins if you let it.
1: Always wins because nothing sounds like comfort. It sounds like that couch and the remote control and and snacks. It sounds like sleep. It sounds like a whole bunch of things that really sound good. My
0: house is not set up for like a, a, a fitness mindset. My house is set up for enjoyment. Uh, soft plush things, yes. all of the snacks. Yes, I know. And they're on your
1: couch. And I'm like, this is so comfy. Everybody
0: goes to sleep. That's what
1: this <laughs> going set for
0: My house is not set for someone who is about to be a fitness guru, which is why I had to go to a place, which is why the gym was such an important aspect of my whole fitness thing because I had to get out of here to go somewhere else also just to go outside because I, I won't go outside at all if I can yeah if I can avoid it because outside is trash and so are people so I you know I just i skipped that whole shit and being here like people were like I'm like yeah I can't wait to go outside and meet me, 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 me and I was like I'm good
1: <laughs> I mean during this pandemic I actually got rid of the sofas. Now, that may seem extreme, but I have some very upright wingback chairs. There's no, I mean, and I've tried it. I've tried to slouch and sleep <laughs> and try to get in a position where I can just lounge. Yeah, you're not doing too many marathons in these wingback chairs. They don't recline, Mm-mm. but my house is now set up where I move around a bit. There's no place where I'm kind of descending into total sloven laziness (laughs) right now. Now, I'll admit that was an extreme and I did have intentions of bringing in new couches, but then that meant I had to let people in my house. And so that was not happening. That was canceled. (laughs) I'm just now considering, you know, what do we can replace it with, but you're, you're definitely right about having a some area or some space that's set up or designated for working out because it's very hard to do it in the same place that's set up and designated for chilling like right. it's very hard to be like oh yes yeah, so I'm gonna ignore this big comfy couch that I have and,
0: and all I'll the soft frozen it. shit
1: that I have on it. I'm going to go really i'll am gonna go. i sit it.
0: here for a second and then you're sleeping so like, it's yeah. just Absolutely. the gym where
1: like
0: that's happened where i would get waylaid by the couch because it's stupid because it's like yo the thing you're watching you can watch that later the the couch that'll be there but you'd be like well it's comfortable and it's cold outside and the sun's going down in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, a million excuses a million right. and a half.
1: Have years of experience of Finding ways to get out. It'll just start with the easy one. Oh, it's cold outside. Right. And you're like, yeah, hey, I'm not even going outside. He's like, yeah, but look at the couch. Look how comfy that is. And then <laughs> we well, just sit like a charm. minute while you're putting on your sneakers. Oh yeah, why don't you scoop back and get comfortable? Oh, why don't you just see what's on on TV for two seconds before we get started? before you know it?
0: It's like seven hours later, and <laughs> you and your your gym clothes on the couch.
1: Yeah, your gym clothes <laughs> on the couch food is being delivered, like all the things. So it's about just just
0: read my life. Why don't you
1: (laughs) just read my life. life. (laughs) You know, I just had to be on to myself because I don't really have a lot of habits, you know, but the ones that I have are pretty damn strong. So it's like, how does this show up? How am I Skipping out in a way that I didn't realize I was skipping out on myself on my goals. It sounded like something else more important, right? Or, or my or the ones that always get us is I don't feel like it and I don't want to. Yep. And um, that'll get you every time, but without a doubt, if focus on if you focus on that. I just switch to focus on well, what do I do want? Right. Do I want that more and hell the answer was hell yeah I wanted more I plan to be half-ass naked <laughs> everywhere I go now that the world is opening up <laughs> I want that more so I would fight the couch or fight you know the staying in bed or not working out
0: I think on the on the flip side of that too it's kind of like like meeting yourself where you are, because I, 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 I'm doing work on doing that as well. It's kind of like, well, no, I am never going. Well, I can't say never. Never say never to nothing, but I, I mean, it's like B. I'm not, I'm not gonna be a size eight, and I don't want to be a size eight. But this is where I'm at right now. This is the body that I have right now. You're gonna treat it nice, or you're gonna keep shitting on it because it's not the one you want. You right. know what I mean? Right.
1: So it's like you,
0: I you, you, you gotta go up a size in them t-shirts now. So okay, so what you gonna do? You can't keep on putting on the tight ones. So dress the one you've got and then be nice to it so you can get to where you need to get to. So like that's a discussion that I that I've started to have with myself because it's very easy to be like, Well, I haven't been doing X, Y, and Z, which is true, but it's like, but this is where you are right now. Where you wanna be is over there, but in the interim. Work on this, but also meet yourself where you are and be nice to yourself because the worst critic you have is you. Like, you talk the cashiest of shit to yourself, shit that you would beat your friend Fair. up for saying about themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. nobody's worse to you than you. So eventually you got to be like, Ayo, hey, oh, you only get one of these.
1: That's the thing.
0: Oh my God, the pain points on no, yourself.
1: Boy. Oh, you and your mama, they're the only two. They know how
0: to get right under your skin, boy. Just jick it right in the fucking ribs. (laughs) Yeah, so
1: it is absolutely about exactly what you said. Meet yourself where you are, love on the body you have right now. And that means buy clothes that fit, get comfortable, stop fighting. I was a 12 and shoving yourself in. To a size that doesn't fit anymore
0: it's like and yeah. you out here unhappy because you look like you are wearing a sausage casing in this shit so yeah. like be He's nice
1: <laughs> you feel uncomfortable like you're physically torturing yourself
0: yeah like i have i've embraced boneless pants i'm not gonna wear real pants yeah real pants are fucking violence so we off that you know i was a jeans mcgee over here yeah i wore jeans like one time know, during the pandemic I think I just
1: like, pair of jeans. I broke them out for you know nostalgia, and I put them joints right back. I was like, "Yeah, the jeggings are where
0: we are at." Yes, correct. And I didn't even like those. That that the material just didn't feel good to me on that either. So I put them shits away, and we got us some nice leggings because I used to be staunchly anti-leggings as pants. But guess who wears leggings as pants now?
1: This, this girl. girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> leggings are pants, motherfuckers, and you were gonna get these leggings all and summer. Like- Yes. <laughs> you're gonna get you gonna get some biker short versions you're gonna get some capris you're gonna get them ankle joints you're gonna right. be sick
1: <laughs> damn right and, fuck that shit yeah, yeah be comfortable buy the pretty shit
0: and let yes, me tell you the
1: size that you want but
0: i've decided that, that i'm gonna wear daytime um sequins this year and Fuck everybody else. Let me tell you what I've been in the house.
1: Yeah, I bought yeah. sequins,
0: so much sequin shit. I'll be wearing sequins for no reason. I didn't know
1: that you know with this world opening up again, I got a whole year of shit I ain't get to do,
0: and a whole bunch of fucking shit that we bought to go nowhere in. Exactly.
1: But you just said daytime sequins yep. check, yep. crop tops
0: check, yep.
1: whatever check.
0: Listen, you that might team? see some a little hint of skin because there might be a fucking crop top over here guess
1: what
0: and it'll uh, work yeah i'm a pimp that shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah but it is about love and and guess what the amazing thing when you love your body where you are right now you actually start to shift even what you're gonna put in it like yeah. the lotions you're gonna use it's true like it's true. how do you treat your skin how you Show up. Just let me like tell
0: you, it. my skincare is of... popping severely right now. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. Take care of it where it is right now. You will start to move towards taking care of it to where you want to be. But most of us are in a place where we're so busy, like you said, criticizing and eating the shit
0: out of yourself.
1: It. Oh me, I, mean, I know. Oh, my skin is awful. Oh, I got that roll over here. All oh, my shoulders are uneven. Which my shoulders are uneven, but you know, it's like the little things that you see, no one else. Sees, no one else sees and it, but you. Turn yourself up about it mm-hmm. instead of being grateful for what you do have—a functioning, working body that you are here to enjoy.
0: Yeah, right. Especially
1: after yeah. COVID, there are so many people that make it. are it not here. Right, right? and so. I start with being grateful for where I'm at. Even I, in my fitness, have gained some weight. And I'm like, but we're good. We know what this was. But now we get ourselves back in line and get through it and move forward. Getting a fitness mindset allows you to always reset and come back. And it's a continuation, not a starting over.
0: It's like an old house. You always got to do work on it.
1: You always, always got to do work on it. You always want to look good. So you always want to keep it running the way you want it to
0: right. be. Right. Because you don't want no breakdowns. Because a yeah. friend of mine put up a a meme that she was like, you got to, um, you either going to spend time on your wellness or you're going to spend time on your sickness. So yeah.
1: choose.
0: Pick. Choose. <laughs> pick the one that you want because it's true this is like you realize like yo this thing doesn't make me feel well I should stop doing that this thing you know you get older and it's like a lot of shit that you used to be able to pull when you were younger is off the table like dietary shit and just even like skin stuff like you just it's like your skin is like hey not not for you and your body's like you can't eat that no more sis
1: wrap it up (laughs) yes yes oh I tell you I had that experience and listen, I had to mourn in a little bit, but I went to Chipotle and I got my favorite burrito bowl. And in like 15 minutes, I looked like I was on some shit. I was nodding. I was tired. I was so worn out. And I was like, what happened? It was just that my body took all the energy in the world to process that meal. It oh, shut wow. me all the way down, like for hours before I was like, I'm oh, going. I could move. And then I was like, damn, Chipotle is off the list. I can't eat that shit no more. Cause I
0: realized that about like, um, processed sugar, like, like, you know, stuff like dairy things. Like I used to be able to go hammer yammer on that shit. I could go ham on ice cream. Like it wasn't nothing. And it's not even a thing of like, um, you know, like some people just have stomach issues around the dairy. It wasn't even that for me. It was just like flemminess. And like, I'd feel like I was going crazy because like, just the way that the sugar made my body feel. Cause like once I did whole 30 that time, like once I, you know, you you find out, yeah, it's an elimination diet. So when you eliminate certain things, you realize what happens when they're gone. And when you reintroduce them, you find out, oh, this is not a thing I can do anymore. (laughs) My, My whole body is saying, nah, like I'm like, you'll break out in a rash or you're whatever. Like, sugar has that ability to to jack me up. So like I had already taken it out of most things. I stopped drinking soda and all that. And it definitely made the difference because the funny thing about it is like, even looking at old pics, it's like, yo, when I was drinking all the sugary cocktails instead of drinking like a wasp, like I do now, (laughs) I could see the difference. Like I looked heavier than I was in those papers because I was straight up inflamed. Like you can see the inflammation all in my face, all in my body. Everything was just swollen looking because I was fucking with them Cosmopolitans so heavy. So like, and it showed. And once I took all that stuff out, yeah, you can still see the weight gain, but it's not, I don't look like the Stay puff Marshmallow Man in that way. Like I did back you in the day. You
1: don't feel the inflammation in that way.
0: No, because right? yeah. I remember when I first started gaining weight when I was younger, like I felt it in my knees. I felt it in my joints. I felt it in all this stuff. And I realized like, Started taking turmeric every day and started to, like, you know, do things, realize what exactly was causing that inflammation, what was causing the joint pain, what was causing all of that shit outside of the weight gain. And I realized it was fucking sugar.
1: Yeah. And look, and I'm not a 100% elimination anything. You no, know. no, no. I heard, as a matter of fact, I'm going to have some cookies as soon as we finish. <laughs> uh, I am about realizing what you are choosing to put yourself through by having certain things. Right. So for me, in this case, Chipotle is just not worth it on a daily to to lose three, four, five hours where I can't function because I ate that rice or whatever. So it was easier to let it go. Now, chocolate chip cookies, on the other hand, I'm not letting that go. I'm <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to make it work. I'm going to burn it and I'm going to work it in. I'm not into eliminate everything. Although there are some things that I have let go, like you, like soda, that I'm not going to pick back up. And you were the soda queen. You know. Soda queen. Soda.
0: That was your coffee.
1: That was my coffee. That was my alcohol. That was everything. (laughs) (laughs) And I've given that up I haven't um needed to go back because what it was giving me was not greater than what I got when I stopped right and you only know it if you try
0: and it's just not enjoyable once I got rid of it I just I had some after I had eliminated it and I was like yeah this is syrup get this the fuck out of here it was so unenjoyable I I was like we all just drink straight rum guys (laughs) <laughs> we're not drinking rum and cokes, buddy. It's canceled. Yeah. Put some ice in the rum. And we're drinking that.
1: We're good. We're good.
0: We're going pure liquor, guys. Yeah. No juices. And that was the other thing I gave up too, more or less, because juices are a diet killer anyway. Which is the reason why they gave you yeah. those little <laughs> shot glasses. <laughs> those little shot glasses that you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" When you would be at the diner and they give you yeah. like a shot glass of juice. That's really how much you should get in a daily because it'll murder your whole shit because it's all sugar mostly. And I didn't realize that. And then I got rid of that. And that made things a lot easier for me as well. But of course, because this is mostly Max and other things, we've gone completely off course.
1: (laughs) That's the other things part.
0: Shout out to the other things. Um, All right. So let me get into the next question. Um, My fifth question is, what is... The worst job you've ever had.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to go way back because, you know, I haven't had a lot of jobs, right? So, but (laughs) way back in high school, I had this job where this was so not suited for me. I don't know. I think I lasted three days, maybe a week, where I was taking... A designer's fashion photos, and I had to describe, write the captions and the descriptions of what were in the picture. So I was like, "Oh, a black silk blouse with bell sleeves," and and look, I did not have the vocabulary for this, and <laughs> and you know me, Max, I'm like leggings, sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Like keep it basic. We're we're good. And she was just like, yeah, this is not working out. And I was like, I know you're gonna have to rewrite all of these, but she paid me for my three days. Nice. I was like the worst job. And I would agonize over one picture forever. I'm like, I don't understand why it's not just black top, white bottom. Why can't I just say that?
0: No, just... you have to write with a flourish.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm, I'm way too direct and Efficient for I have no flourish. Not getting flourish so that was the worst job I ever had. Okay.
0: And for my sixth and final question, yes what was the best job you ever had?
1: Oh, I think this life coaching is the best job I've ever had. It's the one I've given myself mm. in a in a subject that I feel strongly about, especially for my women who think that there's something wrong with just wanting to look good. I'm here to validate, do that shit, look good because it really changes everything for you. Um, and I think it's the best job because I really believe in it. I could do it all day long, all night long. Um, and I set my own schedule
0: which is a major fucking key especially now
1: yes I set my own schedule I set my own direction and I'm learning to expand in a way that is new for me right because it's wholly self-dependent mm-hmm. right and I know that I'm very self-sufficient and Determines and all of those things but this really says oh yeah let's test it out so you really get to see your limits and realize that there are no limits except for the ones you have put on yourself and so it's amazing
0: that's a word because um I feel like a lot of people are kind of um sitting on the sidelines because they don't think that they have what it takes to do whatever it is they want to do well, and it's, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be on some like entrepreneurship or whatever. It could be just in general of, with anything that they they have doubts that they've been building doubts for themselves. It's some it's not even an external thing. It's some straight up internal shit where cats are like, yo, what if, and I can't, and what, you know what I'm saying? And then, oh, you know. Wow.
1: That means you're like, Who, who's this person? Right, um, right.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right.
1: And it's the limit you place, on yourself
0: yeah um, yeah it's very easy to talk yourself out of shit
1: <laughs> you know the right things to say <laughs> like the you know the pain
0: points the boy you just you be like
1: so you got to be on to yourself and be like yeah we're not doing that shit no more we're, I'm gonna give you something new to say to me when I say I want to do this shit you would say yeah go ahead bitch do that shit change <laughs> yourself talk instead <laughs> of being like yeah you know you can't do that You'd be like
0: no fuck i can change it that negative self-talk is a fucking beast that and is. that imposter syndrome will whoop your ass every time every it time it and like it's so funny because it's like women almost across the board are like they kick the queens of that shit they'll talk themselves out some shit any day like They'll talk themselves right out of jobs. They'll talk themselves out of opportunities. They'll talk themselves out of, you yeah. know, whatever goals they set for themselves. They'll talk themselves out of that stuff. They don't even need nobody else to do it.
1: Yeah, but I will say in, in case of women in this society that we're in, it is focused on sending so many messages from birth
0: mm-hmm. that
1: that negative self-talk has real has been running. The limits have been placed on women from childhood Facts. so it's is a bigger hurdle for us to jump to kind of interrupt it and to recognize it even in the messages we're receiving around us but once we've gotten it out of our system watch out world you, you can't stop it
0: and also like being able to see the the jig too like there was an article um that I saw yesterday about how all these wellness people are sliding out of the woodwork now like the corporate cats your your jenny Craig's, your fucking yep. you know weight watches or whatever because they know everybody been eating in quarantine everybody about to go outside and they feel a way about whatever they've done over that course of that time so they coming in to cash out right so it's like oh it will help you meet your wellness goals by four thousand dollars worth of our bullshit <laughs> And they look in the cash out and they're gonna do it. And they're gonna gas you into thinking, well, you can't do it without
1: them. Yeah. When and all you need is yourself. Whole thing, like working on your mindset. First of all, I don't do any of them damn programs. And you're know, bullshit meat eater. You probably know, yes. right? So I'm not about eliminating food because there's not too many that I like to eat in the first place. (laughs) So going about correcting your mindset is by getting that long-term. Americans, people, the world, we're in this instant gratification and fitness, man, is a long game. You're trying Mm -hmm. to keep this body as long as you can because guess what? That means you're here. on this world, living. So all those things you think you want to do are no fun when you're stuck because you can't walk because you got a a bad knee and you can't do this because your shoulders hurt and you can't do anything because you can't take 10 steps without having to take a breath and not because you have like some medical condition, but because you have let your body go. It's not accustomed to moving. And so working on it from the mindset, we're talking the long game. I'm talking about playing the long game where you're fit for life, where you're able to control yourself for life and not like a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day bullshit promise where you eat all their food.
0: Which is all full of shit that makes you sick anyway. All
1: kind of chemicals and stuff that, you know you it's not real food it's, it's gas food. it's like food yeah. fried
0: bullshit and they be like well you go you can only use this shit you get if you want to win on our bullshit whatever whatever and they yeah. out here and they are coming to get these pockets right now
1: yeah and as soon as you're done with their program you go out and eat a french fry and it's back look I'm yeah. like, eat the damn french fries now know why you're doing it work out make your decisions be intentional and you could still have the body you want, eating fries, eating cookies, cream, have all the things, right? Don't eliminate shit, just be smart about it. And really it's about turning your thinking around because when you make conscious decisions about your food, about your working out, about how you treat your body, all of that is gonna come into play where you are able to love your body the way it is now And get the body
0: you want. And that's it. And that is the fuck it. And and it's a long process. There's no fast forward way to do it. If there was a pill that could actually do that shit, you think I wouldn't have like a six? I'd have had a
1: I'd
0: have had two pills this morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody would, everybody would do it.
0: There's no there's no fast way to do it. Like when I was tight and right. It took me three years to get to Titan right. So yeah. like, I'm like, boo, I got to start again, but then that's just what it is. Cause yeah. it happens. So you just got to yeah. be like, fuck it. <laughs> and
1: Be able to manage yourself when you get to tight right? Cause there's this concept of, I just need to lose 10 pounds. Okay. Now I lost the 10 pounds. I got to do anything. Right. It's really understanding what does maintenance really mean? Like you're trying to change a lifestyle. If you're doing quick fixes to hit a goal, when you hit that goal, you go right back to the other shit you was doing. Yeah. If you change from the mindset, you won't go back.
0: Right. You, know you gotta you think maintenance. Go you gotta like you gotta keep feeding the machine. You gotta you keep thinking to keep of it back. as it's a maintenance a thing, like you would in a house.
1: Right? It'll take a lot less um weight at lack of activity to trigger, oh, I need to get moving, right? Because you're more conscious. You're more aware of it. You're going to feel it like when you've reached your upper limit and your upper limit is going to be much lower. It's not going to be you got to wait until you get to, you know, gain everything back plus 30. It's going to be, oh, within 10 or 15 pounds, you're going to feel that sluggishness. You're going to feel the difference in what you're eating. You're going to know that, you are at your upper limit and need to make the adjustments to get back to where you want to be. Right. And I'm telling you, staying conscious through it, and that's why it's fitness mindset, not that I'm like, oh, do a hundred burpees and mountain climbers. It's not that. It's about getting your head right so you can get your body right. Once you get those two in sync, your gold.
0: Definitely changes things. Definitely, Definitely. changes things. Well,
1: that was my last question. Ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> so where can the people find you and what are you working on?
1: The people can find me on Instagram at Kathy Council Coaching altogether. Also on Facebook, same thing, Kathy Council Coaching. And I have a website where you can sign up for my email list because I'll be launching a new coaching program shortly. So you can sign up at com.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Well, that's it. You made it. Thank yes. you so much for finally coming on here. I had to shame her. To get her on here,
1: to I sat me.
0: through her being on 15 other podcasts before this and pretending I ain't feel a way about she it.
1: You had to send me the scheduler multiple Nothing times happens if it's not
0: on my calendar, which is why I sent you my link multiple yeah. times.
1: And I scheduled it, I got it done.
0: <laughs> Finally, I've only been doing this since October of last
1: year. That's fine. I that. had to I had to get to your level. Oh please. <laughs> consider all those other shows like the warm-up so that I can do this in proper mostly max fashion. I had to come <laughs> with the energy. I had to come with the cursing. I had oh. to come with all the things. <laughs>
0: It's just me talking shit with my friends.
1: It's not their source. Yeah, but you know, I love you, Mag. Hey, oh, I love you too. I gotta, stay, I gotta stay on your level with the witty. You are witty as shit. On. Oh, wait a minute. I gotta be bad. I
0: try, I try. I definitely try. Or I make it look like I tried. You know, I'm big on that. I'm all about making it look like I made an effort
1: making
0: efforts great well thank you so much and that was my discussion with kathy council um definitely holla at her if you have some fitness goals or you just want to look fine naked or finer naked she got you um because she is in fact goals i hope you guys enjoyed it because you know i did and now let's get in to these key takeaways My one and only key takeaway for this week is shutting the fuck up is free. I feel like I've done this one before, but I feel like it bears repeating. It always seems to, because people just won't fucking do it. Um, I was in somebody's um, Twitter um, thread, and they were talking about what had happened to the sister I'd mentioned earlier, Ijeoma. Um, What's her last name? Ijeoma Ukenta um, at the Short Hills Mall. And the sister broke, you know, she was going through the thread and she was just saying, you know, all the the things that you say whenever um, something like this happens. And here comes Whitey (laughs) to pull up on some not all white people. Great. Good for you. How is that germane to this discussion? Are you a hit dog hollering? Have you been treacherous and roachy to someone black lately? Then shut your fucking gob. Like, you literally are not bringing anything to this discussion. We see what you're fucking doing, and you're not low. Like, you're trying to derail the discussion with your bullshit. But we off that. Like, you could always shut the fuck up. If it don't apply, let it fly. Shut the fuck up. No one asked you. No one's interested in your fucking platitudes about whatever. We don't give a fuck, okay? We're not talking about that. We talk about this. And your fucking insistence on trying to deflect when someone is talking about their own fucking lived experience or the experience of somebody else that matches their own fucking lived experience you can shut the fuck up shut the fuck up no one's asked you shit so actually i do have another key takeaway my second key takeaway is ladies i want more for you i want better for you everybody deserves better (laughs) i was reading a thread Where this sister had posted on Twitter where she was like, when did you know he hated you? And honey, that shit was a a thread of trauma. Like, the horrible things that women have dealt with at the hands of dudes. Boy. And I'm, a lot of the time, some of the stuff they said, I was like, and they're still alive? Like, at no point? Did you put a a knife in their ribs? Like, wow, you are benevolent because some of these stories and a lot of them were around pregnancy, interestingly, um, where dudes were being roachy during pregnancy, like women who were pregnant and um, given uh, STIs by their partner or beaten by their partner's to the point where they lost the children that they were carrying or left by their partners who convinced them to get pregnant and then promptly did the dip and told them, you on your own, bitch, or get a devo- get an abortion, and did the dip on them for the new bitches that they're going to do the same roachy shit to. Or had their side bitches call them to break up with them. <laughs> murder. All murder, everything. All that to say, listen, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. I mean, basic shit like communication. Cats wasn't trying to do it. They would say just horrible shit to them. Withholding affection. Y'all deserve better. If you are in the sound of my voice and some of this shit that I said to you sounds familiar, tap out. Life is too short. This panorama has taught us how fleeting all this fucking shit is and how arbitrary everything is. And these motherfuckers are not worth Your energy, your life, or your time. Cancel these motherfuckers and get the fuck out for yourself. If nothing else. If you have children, do it for them. Because they know what's up. You not low. They know everything. They know before you know. Trust the babies. They know. Um, And yeah. As always. Ending the show on a high note. (laughs) That's it for this week's Mostly Max and other things. Please, this Delta variant is out here whooping ass. The numbers are starting to creep up again. I'm afraid of what the fall is going to look like. Real fucking shit. And um, keep wearing your fucking mask, B. I know them parties is looking lit. Them concerts is looking lit. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like it's too soon. I feel like we might have wanted to chill a little bit this year because it's still going on. Wash your hands, wear your masks, keep your hand sanitizer on decky, and I will talk to you next week.